0: Hello, my ghouls and geeks. Welcome back to Podcast for the Recently Released. I am your host, Louis Stardust. Burr, 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 and I'm burr. your co host. No. Not enough air horns. Okay, go ahead.
1: And I'm your co host, Joe Matisa.
0: See? <laughs> There's an air horn. I need to get the app back on my phone where it's just like the air horn. And, you
1: just... and we'll just do it during yeah. the episode.
0: I don't think air horns are cool anymore. You know what? I found out today that the laughing, crying emoji is for old people. Like, okay, so we're millennials, right? Yeah. So Gen Z Gen Z Gen Z said that this emoji is for old people. And there's all these articles coming around and uh, yeah, they're they're saying that's like for old people.
1: That's pretty ridiculous.
0: Wh- and by old people I they mean us. I don't think that's the
1: thing at all. They mean I millennials. Mean, nah, I don't know what they're talking. Well,
0: about. it's trending. And so, like, I remember, like, this us get a little graphic. I remember, like, there was TikToks that was, like, say something about millennials, blah, 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 from Gen Z. And they're like, we get it. You like Harry Potter, like, and that's your whole identity. Why don't you go do some coke or something? And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with people?
1: Yeah, that's pretty bizarre. But anyways.
0: No, I want to Welcome to
1: episode 58.
0: I wanna, I want to start each episode with us just, like, talking about some life stuff and then getting into our episodes, I would like to talk about things going on, because I feel like this is a nice way to not just talk about this nerdy stuff.
1: Life stuff. Yeah, like, you know when you're slamming down some mighty beef jerky and it gets stuck in your teeth? Aww. And it's like the downside to such glory, so like you're trying to figure out like what kind of small animal bone you can get up in there to Literally, get it out.
0: Literally, no person understands what you're talking about or cares about your beef jerky mouth. Speaking of, I almost got you... Um thing for valentine's day but we don't really do valentine's day so it was a heart box but it was with jerky instead of candy that's
1: that does sound pretty good i I think that's a good idea it didn't happen so
0: less exciting
1: yeah so back to what i was saying episode 58 we got wandavision we got willie's wonderland with Nicolas cage and we've got the her well not the herd the head on HBO.
0: Why are you reading it like you're a sports game announcer? Oh, on the field, we got, oh! And then, like, it's actually wrestling. So they're like, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. That's how you talk when you do that.
1: I was diverting from what you were talking about. Well, and I want to talk about. the subject at hand, which is, you know, WandaVision. And no, Cody's I want to talk about
0: stuff. other stuff. I want to talk about um, how our power was out for 24 hours. And it was stupid, and it was like 40 degrees in here, and we had to have all of our blankets to keep warm. And it almost ruined my Valentine's Day. I was very sad about it. Anything that's unreasonable, doesn't matter. I made a really good penne vodka sauce. What else did we do? I don't know. Anything else happened this week? Oh! By the time this comes out... Well, no, actually tomorrow this comes out. But, on Thursday the 18th yes the 18th of february my cover for skin and ink is coming out so if you have a local, <laughs> thank you i appreciate the hype if you have a local barnes and noble you can go over there and i know it's definitely going to be there apparently you can order it on amazon uh i think there might be a link directly through skin and ink's website or I, some places that like they'll carry it at a walmart or a target i don't know if that's true but i definitely am used to seeing them at barnes and Noble. so if you'd like to pick up my cover it'll be really really cool tag me in it um you can tag me over on my own instagram or you can tag us on our podcast instagram which is pod for the Recently released i would love to share pictures of you with my cover and this is also my first cover that's in stores which has never happened before so it's really really exciting yeah so check that out this week um Other than that, I'm supposed to start Roll Like a Girl on Wednesday. That's my D&D live show. And then I'm on Twitch. So if you want to come hang out, watch me play games, watch me do magic stuff. Not like magicians. Not like witchcraft. But like The Gathering. And I'm also doing some like D&D creation stuff. So that's all for updates. Unless you have something else to add.
1: Me? Yeah. I have nothing to add besides the update on... WandaVision. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Hey, I'm on point. I'm very excited about your stuff. Yeah, and I
0: love to talk about these things, but I feel like it would be nice to just talk about ourselves and fun things we did, and you never want to add that on here.
1: No, I like talking about you. It's no, not I would about like me to talk so about when you came stuff. to me i had to mm, i just don't want to
0: talk about myself the whole time <laughs> it's not cute
1: <laughs> oh jeez. well i enjoy talking about you well
0: let's talk about wandavision all what
1: right we- so wandavision we are on i don't even know right now what episode it's technically on episode six i believe who knows is the one we that that's up to date right now but wandavision has been pretty good we've been touching base with it every week and it gets i feel like better and better every week what do you think
0: well don't ask me right now because i'm picking something out of my eyeball oh
1: whatever picking something out of my eyeball well uh i'll tell you
0: i'll tell you but you gotta just give me a second this that was i think this show is
1: becoming very very good Uh, at first it was yeah it was slow they're 30 something minute episodes i mean it's ridiculously short so i was kind of upset that they were only giving you like a little little taste of something at the end of each episode But this episode was pretty, pretty killer.
0: I think you're being a weenie because I know people said it was slow. I get it. But I actually think it makes sense for the show and I'm enjoying it. Uh, This episode was great. This was the Halloween episode, correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Halloween episode. Pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. I loved seeing her in her classic Scarlet Witch outfit. That was really, really cool. I love that they found a way to bring it back because obviously, like, they don't really show that. I also was watching an interview with her the other day. And she said that in the show, or I guess the MCU, they never call her Scarlet Witch. They only call her Wanda. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And I hate that. Why? They, Why
1: they have not touched base with that at all. They have not given her her traditional name. And I feel like at, by the end of this, they better. Because yeah. they are trying to kind of patch a lot of things in the mcu and the x-men movie universe and all this as as you're starting to see and they're trying to figure out a way to explain some of the holes kind of introduce new characters and also merge those universes kind of in a way that's at least workable enough from what it seems i i let me know if i'm wrong but it definitely seems like they're trying to figure all that stuff out but I I thought that this episode was pretty gnarly and gives you that glimpse of all that stuff Um,
0: yeah I think it's a it was a really fun episode Um, I like to see Pietro of course so that was cool Uh, her kids are pretty rad I'm super into seeing stuff for them I thought vision was really cool in this episode like that was something I think everybody's been waiting for Um, the car scene with him and I cannot remember Agnes Angus Anastasia What is her name?
1: Agnes. Her name is Agnes. I was right. And it said naughty on her buns in the Malcolm in the Middle style intro that I actually very much enjoyed. yeah. Yeah, and they did so much of that, like kind of almost reality show style, where they had like the kids talking right to the screen, like breaking that wall while things were happening, the cool different angles they filmed in. Very neat. And a lot of fun, like, just to see and kind of get that feeling from the whole family dynamic they were trying to bring in the episode.
0: Yeah, I... I don't know. I I just thought it was cool that they finally, like, showed that car scene that we've been waiting for. And overall, this episode was really fun. Uh, I think there's a lot to be uncovered still. Obviously, she's about to lose her damn mind. I loved the ending of this episode where... um, she kind of like crosses over that boundary and like turns everybody into like some kind yeah. of screwed up version of like what she's doing. They they like turn to like circus clowns and like all this weird shit. So yeah, but basically,
1: so what leads to that? Oh, okay. Is I um, we're going there? Well, no, 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 because that that's a that's a really cool thing. The whole circus clowns thing and everything. But for people who I don't know if they've caught up previously in the the, the episode before that, you know, um, you see Pietro come into the picture and. Um, In this episode, they kind of go into like, why does he look different and what's going on? And the kids are older and they're out on Halloween and Vision goes and goes to break the barrier. He goes to see what's out there. And while that's happening, you know, the people on the outside, I guess, are tracking him and they go to meet him when he goes through the barrier And when he goes through the barrier you see my dude spoiler alert just start to deteriorate and just like a lot of people thought he is just like a construct you know being kind of weekend at Bernie's during the whole season and once he breaks out of there that's it if he's out of the hex he's out done and um, obviously when that happened things got pretty gnarly but when you get to see everybody reacting as they're at different parts of the town in the hex you see different like states of the people so when they're trick-or-treating and stuff like that in the center of town everything's really fun and the kids are everywhere all of a sudden there's kids they were saying where are the kids there's kids everywhere all of a sudden like they were dormant the whole time until now and uh, they're all in like traditional mockups of their costumes. What did you think of those costumes?
0: Uh, I thought they were cute. I liked seeing everybody's traditional stuff. I don't really know anything about the kids, but obviously seeing Pietro and and Wanda and Vision was super cool. I enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. Well, they do their whole deal and their trick or treating, and then during that time, the kids develop their powers. Yeah. And um, then you finally see. Once Vision breaks that barrier, and before he breaks that barrier, he sees Agnes in the car from the trailer that everybody wondered when the hell that was going to happen. And that was pretty unique because everybody slows down as they get to the border there of the hex. And once that happened and he gets through that hex and starts deteriorating, boom, the kids click on in full force. He's like, what's going on? He goes, talks to Scarlet Witch. He's like, something's going on with dad. She bugs out finds out what happens and just blows that hex up even bigger and starts taking more and more of new jersey i mean oh well new jersey sorry guys but what, what did you think of that at that point because you were referencing that in the beginning before we before I uh, started diving into the origin of the episode. I thought that was really cool to see everybody transform, but how big do you think that is, that Hex?
0: I don't know. I, I really don't know what to expect with any of this. I could say whatever. I, I have no concept or, like, yeah. no theory or anything like that. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes, if that helps, but I really just don't know what to expect at this point with her. She bends reality, like, so much that it's, like, impossible.
1: Well, I think that at this point she's going to get to the point of losing her mind and things are going to start deteriorating because she got so much stuff open that people will start to maybe snap out of it or vision obviously will start to do it for them. And, uh, hopefully it, it makes for an entertaining next episode, but we'll see where it goes. I thought this episode was like a solid, like eight, eight and a half so far. It's been really good and I'm excited to see where it goes from there. Uh, you you enjoyed the episode overall would you say
0: yeah i mean i i think it's a pretty good episode i thought last episode was better than this one uh but i think it's still solid and i think the show itself has been really good so i enjoy that a lot um yeah i don't know what to expect what is happening
1: I'm just checking the camera because it's frozen on here. So I'm hoping that when this video is done, that it is not frozen every time it goes to you after a certain point.
0: Cool. It's all right if it freezes on me because I'm tired and I don't want anyone to see my face.
1: (laughs) Well, then I can just put up a fancy picture of your face over the screen and we can uh, handle it like that. Love that. That's how we'll do it. Let's travel over to our next awesome movie that we got to watch, which was Willy's Wonderland. Now, so, they've been talking about this
0: movie, like, on the internet for a while. And, like, the creators were like, watch it with us live on Friday, blah, 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 saying all stuff. But, like, wouldn't link to where it would be. And it wasn't showing up on, like, Apple TV or, like, anything we looked on for days leading up to it. And then it, like, finally showed up, which was really exciting. But, like, it was very weird that they didn't say anything. Uh, This is a Nicolas Cage movie, which I, I think people, like... I think people treat Nicolas Cage like they do Nickelback, you know, where everybody's like, it's cool to hate him, so I don't care.
1: What do you mean to hate him? I think he's awesome. He's now one of them, like, cult almost B-movie actors that's done some of your favorite A-list movies but now is venturing into a new world where you're also going to enjoy him as, like, a B-movie actor for some of your favorite, like, future cult classics, I feel like.
0: Well, I feel like he's done like a hundred things. Like he's done so many different things between like voice acting and like acting in films and acting in the B genre. Like it's it's totally fine. Um, he's a weird dude. We went to New Orleans. They said a lot of stuff about Nicolas Cage. Like there was a lot of stories about Nicolas Cage there, which was really interesting. But this he's got movie, a spending problem. Yeah, I don't I don't know where else you could watch it right now. Um, it's saying it's on Prime. It's saying it's on Voodoo. We've got it on the amazon no we got it on apple tv so that's where we watched it Um, uh, but it's all about nicholas cage's character and his car breaks down in this like very i don't know like abandonedish town like it's very like small country kind of area and um he agrees to clean this family fun center which is like basically the equivalent of like a chuck e cheese in exchange for repairs on his car because they tell him like oh None of the ATMs work, and cash only. Yeah, it's cash only, and if you go to this place and clean it up, then we'll give you your ride back, which seems like a sweet deal, right? Like you clean up a place for a couple hours, you get like thousands of dollars worth of repair fixed on your car for free, or for er, for a trade of labor, which isn't bad. Um, And then once he's there, your boy finds himself in a, I don't know how to, how to word this, but he basically has to fight a bunch of animatronics.
1: Yeah, it's such a great, like, mock-up of Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And the awesome animatronic little band of characters. And he's there, and he's he doesn't talk. He's stone-faced the whole time. And my man got, like, big for this movie. He it's does ridiculous. Look big in this movie. And he's just sitting there, like stone just cleaning doing his thing after he works out the deal to clean the place or whatever to fix his car and things start acting funny around him and he's just very like whatever and he has everything timed on a watch like he's got the whole night planned go ahead
0: yeah i i don't really i have some like complaints about this movie and some good things so for me the movie like i I have only a couple complaints, so I'm going to get through these real fast. The movie does a lot of, like, really, really cool fight sequences, but they do some weird angles, which I don't feel like are totally necessary to enhance the fight sequences and his character itself. And also, like, some of the character stuff is kind of weird to me, but you can watch it yourself. You can make that decision. Overall, I really like this movie. Um, I am not one for mascots. They freak me out, especially robots also so you put the two together you get these crazy mascot animatronic things i absolutely want nothing to do with um at first you can't tell if they're like just possessed or if they're just like some kind of weird who knows what but you eventually find out and you kind of hear it from the trailer too that they are um they were part of a ritual there used to be a group of people who worked there and they, they were all murderers yeah they were all like gross murderers like they would kill families when they were there and stuff um, you don't see too much of that graphic nature. They do some flashbacks and stuff. And and when they were going to get caught, I believe they all did like a ritual satanic suicide, which was kind of crazy. Yeah.
1: And I guess that transferred their souls into these animatronics.
0: Yeah. Which just sounds like my nightmare. Like there's no part of me that wants to go to Chuck E. Cheese and like have to fight a robot all night. You know what? Also, um, my first job I got hired for was Chuck E. Cheese and I was supposed to go there. And I didn't. I and wanted didn't up, go. I wanted up not working there, but that sounds like my nightmare. Like staying late, cleaning up, and then these fucking animatronic things. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, nope. So, um, each of them obviously like are different. Each animatronic is like a different personality, background. One's like a Spanish one that's like has like a big old like traditional sombrero and is obnoxious. And then there's like this like, I mean, they're all obnoxious. There's also this like fairy type broad there's an ape in there there's uh, a knight there's like all it's just all really weird stuff but the animatronics look good to me um they look creepy enough like to feel realistic they don't look too animated i think at times um
1: no they're basically like when you watch it it's people in suits Yeah. when they finally like come to life but they do a couple things to make them seem like robots they do robot sounds and stuff yeah. but you get that it's like basically people in mascot outfits fighting them
0: yeah and aside from Nicolas Cage we get another character I don't know if the character name is there for you to read um, but she knows that and I guess it's like a legend or talked about in the town that people who go to Willie's Wonderland die and they don't come back out so she's set on setting this place on fire and burning it down so that people don't have to keep doing this but you she realizes Nicholas Cage's character's in there. She's like, we have to help him and her and her friends go to save him. So it makes for an interesting story um, for multiple reasons between, like, the lore of the town. the re- When you find out the reason why they're doing this and um, when you see, like, how they transfer themselves into the bodies and stuff like that. Like, I think there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. I have a lot of unanswered questions about Nicholas Cage's character, and I think it's supposed to be that way.
1: Well, what I love about his character... It's so quirky. Like he doesn't say a word the entire movie. You get nothing from him. You just get kind of nods to certain things or him communicating in a way to give people an idea of like what's going to happen because this dude has time set on his watch the whole thing. So he'll go he'll clean for a certain amount of time. Then the watch will go off. He'll go in the break room get changed drink a soda he brought his own soda it's like this power soda punch or whatever and it's got a fist on it and it's like says a fistful of uh caffeine for your kisser and he drinks that plays the pinball machine that he cleaned up and like starts getting real into it as it goes on starts dancing and shit it's very weird and then the watch goes off and he's back to kicking ass and cleaning and i i have no idea what the point is and at the end it's just him he gets his badass car and he's badass guy in a badass car kind of weird thing and he drives off kind of it's it's so bizarre of what the hell his deal is and it's it's very interesting i enjoy that though about him
0: i think it's also uh, there's a scene in the movie too where like he
1: where he's fighting with the girl
0: yeah, and he, like, just stops what he's doing because his watch goes off and he hands her, like, a knife. And, and he, walks away. And goes to play his pinball oh and drink God. his soda. And you're like, what the fuck, bro? And then it cuts to, like, everybody fighting these monsters and you're just like... And then he just shows up when he's done with his break. But you're, like, in the middle... It was kind of like... I always talk about, like, um in Stranger Things when they sing the never ending Story song. And you're like, what the hell, bro? Like, we just need answers. I need what's going on. So it's pretty funny. Um, The girl, I mean... That we get introduced to. She's okay. I, I don't mind her character at all. Yeah, I, I think her story like kind of makes sense for the reason why she's there. Um, I don't think anything is very deep in this movie, and I don't think it needs to be, honestly. I think it's just supposed to be like a fun slasher with robots, which is just, you know, in itself fun. Um, yeah. The concept of, of how they became the animatronics and the concept of why they're still there and what's going on to me is interesting and I think it's yeah. good lore and good plot I don't think that the characters like the human characters were strong at all but I think the personality of all the animatronics were very good and Nicholas Cage I mean like th- I think that's perfect I just don't think he had like a big like you know thing like our heroes do like he was like nah bitch I'm cleaning this place I'm gonna get my damn car back and I'm killing all these robots in the process
1: Yeah. And one thing that I would love to see with this kind of character and the way they did this movie is I would love to see it done in a way almost like Ernest and the Ernest films, if anybody's seen all of those, where he's like a unique, quirky, weird character that like everybody loves to watch go into these weird scenarios. And he just drives in in his badass car, just oblivious to the world. Something happens and like. I don't know, he needs an oil change or some ridiculous crap. And then he ends up at, like, an a, uh, an abandoned dentist office or a McDonald's, like a drive through at a play place type deal, and he has to fight all the mascots in there. Like, just weird stuff. And it's just continuous movies of just him in these weird things, scenarios, with kind of off-brand commercial environments and, like, just dumb possessed like horror b-movie action
0: i love that but i don't think there's room for that because it's specifically like this off-brand scenario that no one expected um obviously nobody also expected him to like kick everything's ass and succeed but i mean i would be down to watch another nicholas cage movie like that
1: You know? yeah I mean? like what if the next one is like willie's Wonderburger, and all of a sudden he goes into a drive-through like one and he's got a fight like some ronald mcdonald and gang possessed type mascots in another scenario with the play place and the ball pit and all that kind of crazy shit
0: i would like to just read a review from imdb that says <laughs> five out of ten chucky e. cheese on bath salts b horror horror uh movie horror fans will love this film it's nicholas cage running around slaughtering animatronic puppets that's literally it if that's your thing give it a watch if not don't waste your time five stars like bro
1: yeah, what the hell was that, man? Like
0: Like obviously it's about animatronic robots. I I love that. There's some really bad reviews on here. Um let's see what it got. On I think it got a 5. It got a 5.7 out of 10.
1: These are for the people out there that are like, "Um did you not read how in-depth my review of Green Book was and you're going to give me this movie?" Mm-hmm. Like these serious people that that don't enjoy like the kind of movie you put on just with your friends and you just laugh at how much nostalgia and goofiness and action like just fun stuff
0: there's also a review that's like i want to highlight nicholas cage since the moment he became a meme it probably was hard for him but he reinvented himself in this crazy character that let us satisfy and watching more in the latest movies like there's all these reviews that are like Talking about how he's a meme and people are making fun of him and they like his redemption for this movie But a lot of them are like I came for five nights at Freddy and this is stupid Which makes sense if you've ever played that game. It's like the same kind of style.
1: Oh, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does look like that, that too. Mm-hmm. And um He's also got another movie coming. That's really ridiculous called jujitsu that I really want to watch and review on here That's probably even more ridiculous He's
0: been doing. A like horror stuff, I feel like he did that one movie, um, where he like he was trying to kill his kids. Mandy, no, that well, was crazy. He too. did Mandy. Mandy's like a cult classic, but he did one where he was like trying to kill his kids. Remember? Yeah. We never watched that. And then he has another like color in space or color something that was on Shutter. And he's been in a lot of like lower budget things recently.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm trying to look them up, and as I'm googling it. There's a thing he's in called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah. Oh, hold on. What? Untitled Joe Exotic Project, it says. And then it says Nicolas Cage.
1: Yeah, I have heard stuff about that with him as Joe Exotic, potentially, which I would I would really like to see that. I would that think would be a lot of
0: Dak Shepard is my dream in Joe Exotic, but I will also take Nicolas Cage.
1: Yeah, that would be good, too. Why are
0: they making a thing? I don't know.
1: Well, Uh, I. Either way, I would give this movie like a solid seven and a half.
0: Oh yeah, now I'm just going into um, Nicolas Cage stuff. But yeah, I would definitely. I would say it's like a seven and a half eight. Yeah, I liked it a lot.
1: It's a lot of fun to watch. Just watch it and just have a good time. Seriously,
0: he's Spider Man Noir.
1: Yes. And that is such a good character in the movie. If anybody's seen Spider Verse,
0: Superman and Teen Titans Go like the movies really? yeah he was superman in that. that i
1: have to see that's really cool
0: yeah i'm like on a nicholas cage thing oh there's a baby in here because i am like pro national treasure and so i i really Love like a lot movie. of other stuff he did too but national treasure man if you can't even give him that like you suck yeah and also kick-ass dude he was fucking great in kick-ass
1: yeah he was really great
0: which speaking of kick-ass there was a little reference in wandavision that i loved um she literally looks at him at pietro and goes kick-ass right which is funny because originally the actor who was pietro was from kick-ass and the two of them starred in that movie together
1: yeah and they were friends which is pretty interesting yeah that they're they got multiple things in common here
0: yeah so i thought that was really cute and i enjoyed that
1: all right so i guess on to our last big review we went through the first season of a show called the head and this is on hbo max now this is only one season so far and this is a really really interesting show um it's kind of like a thriller we did the whole season ow and what is she acting a fool she wants to play right now. Yeah,
0: sorry. My dog really is in play mode. And it's like, you guys are talking and not paying attention to me. And nibbled on my hand and I was not expecting it. Oh, my God. Stop barreling through.
1: Well, this show, right? <laughs> it's like a it's like a thriller. And basically, it's a bunch of, I guess they're kind of like biologists or, or sci- just scientists, let's say. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what they all study. They all do different things. um, But basically, they're out there on this kind of almost little um, what looks like a a fancy, like, space colony type thing. It's, like, this big ship that kind of goes underground, and some of it is up above the ground, and it's in Antarctica. And it's for, like, sub-zero temperatures, and the crew is there, and there's a period where there's a long, long... Thing of nighttime where they get no daylight so a bunch of them leave and a crew stays behind and basically it fast-forwards to the rest of the crew coming back and the whole crew is basically dead when they get back they haven't heard from them and they're trying to figure out what happened because they're going through and they're looking they're finding bodies there's only a few people that stayed behind I think it's seven or eight people and the one guy's wife stayed behind and she's missing and basically they find a person that's alive and they start trying to figure out what had happened and they go through and it goes through a bunch of flashbacks and it shows the the slow breakdown of everybody's minds and the tension between everybody and what starts to unfold in like kind of a clue style murder mystery but at the same time like the population of them is dwindling so it should narrow down but it's kind of still more suspenseful in a way it's in, it's an interesting show what do you think so far
0: um I like it but I the whole murder mystery I keep wanting to be like some kind of paranormal thing because I love the thing and I love uh what's it called 30 days a night so I keep hoping for some kind of paranormal thing, and it just seems like it's everybody else. Like I was hoping of some kind of like crazy bacteria or something like demonic or whatever it may be. Um, and I don't think that's the plot of the story, which is kind of bumming me out. However, the characters are interesting. I love the concept of it. I didn't know that was the end of that season. I would have liked a little bit more from it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it was a little bit of an abrupt ending. It's only six episodes that are an hour each. So there is still a decent amount of content because everything that's an hour, I feel like that's still pretty long. But um, it's a little bit of an abrupt ending. That's one thing I got an issue with. But it, they do cover a lot right up into that point. And there is like a peak suspense moment before that. I just felt like the way they ended it was kind of like drab. But um, it, it's really interesting because basically when you get to the end of the first season, it's getting to the point where they do enough flashbacks to show you a decent amount of people dying to where you should think you know who it is or what happened. And then a whole nother aspect of the story unfolds that really throw things completely off off balance. And it gets you kind of hyped up for where the show could go. And there's a whole nother thing of, you know, another um, station out there that had been wrecked before that they were all on that kind of got stuck under and caved after a fire under the snow. So they, they had gone back to it and there's all kinds of interesting stuff that goes into that it's it's a lot of fun to watch for sure
0: well i do a good mix of current timeline and past timeline like while they were in the bunker or i guess like the area that they're in um they've shown some past like life before this so they've shown video interviews before they went on this journey and like cuts of certain characters before that and those are like whatever. They don't do. I don't think that it's like a fantastic job with them. Um, yeah. But either way, I think it's still good. Like I think they're they're doing some good stuff with the flashbacks to their time at the place where they're. I don't know what it's not quarantine, but you know what I mean. Like the place yeah. where they're working in. I think those are all pretty good scenes so far. We'll see how. Uh, this pans out I guess yeah
1: but to kind of give you an idea of something right in the first episode when he comes and finds everybody dead and they find the survivor they do the first initial flashback of the first person who dies and it's a guy gets in a fight with somebody you know he's ticked off he's having some issues with the communication system he goes back out in the snow they kind of the guy brushes it off people brush it off like ah, whatever this guy's out in the snow doing a routine check And he disappears and later they find him out in the snow and he's knelt down in the snow they go to touch him and his head just rolls off and somebody killed him and that's where things get really turned up because these people are already tense they're there there's no more daylight they're already like starting to mentally deteriorate early on they're fighting already and that kind of really Um, makes the intro to the show a lot more tense it's kind of where the end that it kind of mellows out to where I think I'm not like as big of a fan of where the show goes but like it sucks because the end has a really interesting part of the story that gets me hyped for the next season I just think that it got slower as it got towards the end to a degree what do you think? Because so much happens in those few episodes, it's like really intense, and then it mellows right out and kind of just chills, and then like gives you some epic suspense, and then leads in for the next season, right?
0: I think that's cool. I agree with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say I'm gonna give this one like a solid. I'm gonna say a seven. I can give yeah. it like a six. A six? I'm gonna give it a seven. Like it feels, it feels like fairly average, but like. I like murder mystery stuff, for sure.
0: If we get another season out of this and it becomes a little bit more complete, then maybe I'll change my feelings on that. Um, But for what it is right now, I think it needs another season to finish this story. It doesn't feel like... Because some shows, it's like, oh... Yeah, this was a really good fucking season, but obviously there's a cliffhanger for next season. I can't wait for that to happen. However, it feels like it's still cohesively good. This feels like it's abrupt with no plan, and I don't like that as much.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, we'll see where that goes and we'll keep you posted as soon as we hear more about the second season of The Head on HBO Max. But um that pretty much wraps it up for Yee. our episodes today. Um also remember that uh Thursday, right, is the release of your cover so yeah. we're gonna make sure to go check that out we're gonna post a bunch of stuff about it we're gonna hopefully go and be able to grab it right in store which i would is love gonna be to really see really awesome plus i love going to... in store to get magazines that's cool
0: yeah i mean it's really rare for print magazines to be a thing especially when it comes to like the tattoo industry and i think there's like five out there right now so i'm very excited to be part of that um if you'd like to check out more episodes of podcasts for recently released we're on 58 right now right Yep. So there's 57 other ones you could check out, and you can find them right at podcastfortherecentlyreleased.com. On there, you can find direct links through our website uh, to listen. But you can also check us out on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, Spotify, all that good stuff. You can also find direct links to our websites, all of our social media, and that jazz. Um, if you were on YouTube, you would see what we look like right now. But if you don't, it's a mystery, and you probably <laughs> want that mystery solved. So go check us out on there. You can subscribe, you can like, and you can, I don't know, whatever YouTubers ask for, you could do all that jazz. And I think that's it for us.
1: All right. That about does it for episode 58. See ya.
0: Yeah, my dog needs me to go play with her. I know.
1: Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Podcasts for the Recently Released If you want to peep some of our older episodes, we've got a ton of them. Just check us out on PodcastForTheRecentlyReleased.com. We've got merch, older episodes, links for other ways to listen to us, and more. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. Don't let your meatloaf stay safe out there, guys.